Hi, you're listening to Willa, also known as What I'm Looking At. It's a podcast about what I'm looking at, and it's only available on Spotify. If you want to hear the original run of 179 episodes of the past, you can access those by becoming a subscriber on Spotify for $3.99 a month. That contribution really helps me do this podcast, and it helps me continue with my art and running my center, Steady Waves. If you like my podcast, please consider subscribing. I super appreciate it. This podcast is part of the independent art label, Down and Smiley. Go to downandsmiley.art for all kinds of curated art and all the ways to listen to this show. Enjoy the episode. intelligent, cute, sweet listeners, welcome to what I'm looking at, or Willa, as we sometimes say. We always say that, actually. Welcome to Willa. This is the podcast about what I'm looking at. And yeah, maybe you would think that that would be uninteresting, or boring, or not worthwhile, And while the first two things might be true, the third thing, that it's not worthwhile, is unequivocally wrong. Because, um, no one can say for sure what is worthwhile and what is not worthwhile. And it's something that I ask myself very frequently, is this worthwhile? But then, the more I think about it, what does that even mean? Worth. While. It kind of just starts to mean nothing at all. So I implore you to, if you're thinking about what's worthwhile, maybe question what is worthwhile, if you know what I mean. Like, what even is that? Uh, anyway, welcome to the podcast. I'm going to talk about some stuff before I dive into what I'm going to be looking at today. And you can hear in the background, I'm sure you're observant in the audio department, you can hear some birds. It's a lovely English summer day. We've been so lucky lately. Lucky is not the right word, but we've been so uh, fortunate or something lately that we've been having beautiful, hot, sunny days, and I've been able to be at the beach swimming and laying in the sun often. But you can hear the birds enjoying the weather as well. And probably you can hear some talking happening, just light conversation uh, from the B&B next door. They're enjoying the garden area, and the microphone is conveniently located right on the other side of that door. The 
that they're also on the other side of. So you can probably hear them, but we're just gonna roll with it. And I've been doing a lot of that lately, rolling with it. I'll get more into that in a minute. But first I want to, before I forget, mention that a, an amazing listener texted me, messaged me on Instagram at crossrecord and said, congratulations on your 200th episode. And I said, what? And it made me realize I've done 200 episodes of this podcast. Although, I thought I had done more, (laughs) but maybe it just feels like that. It's funny. Congratulations, Willa. You have made it to 200 because in podcasting, I believe each episode equals a year of human life. So, you know, if I'm sure you can do math better than me even, but uh, like, for instance, if a podcast has 30 episodes, it's 30 years old. And if a podcast has 380 episodes, it's 380 years old. So this podcast is actually 200 years old at the present moment. And by the way, if you want to access all of those episodes of the past that aren't, that are, sorry, behind a paywall, because now I'm a paywall kind of podcaster, then you can do that. You can subscribe for $3.99 maybe a month. And that's in Great British Pounds because that's where I live and that's the option I chose. I live in Great British Pounds and slowly my brain is transitioning to that currency after three years. You can you can be a member of the team and pay me $3.99 a month and then you can access all of the past episodes like 170 something, 179, 173, something like that. I can never remember. But yes, happy 200th birthday to Willa. I hope that I make it to that age as well. I think maybe I will. I just have a hunch. And thank you to the listener who texted me and told me that. I really appreciate you paying attention to that for me. Thank you. I've been thinking lately, how can I actually reward people for joining the exclusive club that is the subscriber club, the $3.99 a month club? And I was thinking maybe I would, because, okay, so in the past, if you're, if you've been listening for a long time, you know that I used to have a Patreon account and people would pay me every month and I would do videos, I would do, I even did this uh, offshoot podcast called What I'm Trying to Understand. They were episodes where I picked a topic and I, I, I sort of talked about my understanding of the topic. I remember one was didgeridoos and then I would look up things about the topic and then explore the topic and I understood it usually better after that than initially when I started the the episode. But the Patreon got a little bit stressful for me 
I felt like I really had to, and this is all coming from myself, but I felt like I really had to deliver quality content very frequently in order to deserve that monthly subscription that people paid me. And so I just put the kibosh on it. I said, no more. I don't, I don't want to take your money if I'm not feeling like I'm up to the challenge of delivering things to you every every month or couple weeks. So we started this subscription thing with the idea that I would have to do nothing. I would just, you know, put things behind a paywall and therefore I wouldn't have as much anxiety about people paying monthly for my podcast. But I was thinking since I do these longer episodes, uh, Willa episodes every two weeks instead of every week, I could weekly provide an offering and this would be in the form of shorter episodes and maybe more ambient, casual, out in the world type episodes. And I'm playing around with the idea of something called a ramble-sode where I, I want it to be kind of like a mini-sode, like a miniature 15-minute kind of thing but I want it to be out in the world, like walking or just rambling or maybe even just have it be a sort of soundscape at the beach or in nature or something. And I could offer these in the gaps between my regular content of Willa, what I'm looking at. And so I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have my field recorder and once a week, I'm going to be offering these ramble sodes to people who are subscribed to the little club we have. And when I'm saying club, it's not it's not exactly a club. I mean it's a club, but we don't have any meetings formally and we don't really chat anywhere together as a collective. But if you are gonna be a subscriber, then you're in the Willa subscriber club just by default. So that's gonna be coming for you subscribers pretty soon. It's going to be behind the paywall, but if you are a subscriber, you will get them. Every two weeks, you'll get a Ramble Sode and a Willa episode so that you'll have something every week. So I want to say a special thank you to everyone who is subscribing. Thank you so much for helping in that financial realm. Lately, I've had a few more expenses than usual because I have had some medical stuff coming up, some mysterious health stuff coming up, which I'll talk about in a second. But your contribution is helping more, more than usual lately. I think I'm up to eight subscribers, everyone. I used to have six and now I have eight. I have a goal of 10. So once I hit 10, I'm going to be just so thrilled. And of course, thank you to any, any single soul out there listening, whether you're a human or an animal or otherwise. I really appreciate you being here for me and supporting me and listening. And thank you anyone who has given me a rating or left a review anywhere. It really does help. It helps keep me going. It can be a lonely old world podcasting in the middle of a tiny village in England all by myself. So I love to hear from you. I love to see that you're listening and hear what you think of the podcast. So thanks everyone. And if you're new here, welcome. This is a, uh, a podcast 
like I said about what I'm looking at and in the in the beginning portion I like to just ramble around and talk and talk and uh, just make it extra boring in case you're trying to fall asleep in my naturally semi-monotone voice that's what I'm gonna do and that's hopefully what's gonna relax you and lull you into a state of complete zen relaxation peacefulness and bliss hey wouldn't that be great as i mentioned just a little update i'm having a few weird health things happen i you know i feel pretty chill about it honestly i i'm observing my body not that i not that i haven't had moments of real anxiety especially in the beginning when it was a they were new sensations i i really didn't not that i know what's happening now but i really didn't know what was going on when it kicked off but i feel pretty relaxed and i'm just observing my body and what it's doing with some curiosity and interest and just seeing what happens and maybe what affects it the hard thing for me is the line between paying too much attention and not enough attention so i've kind of been oscillating between complete completely ignoring what's going on or trying to and then hyper focus of okay where is it happening still from a calm state but just trying to really locate where things are happening and what sensations are happening so basically, recently I was in Germany doing mixing of one of my records, the Loma record that's going to come out someday, and I was sitting in the recording studio um, listening probably to some, you know, kick drum over and over, uh, be filtered by different filters or compressors or something, and I noticed that my my uh my face was sort of numb in an area and i just thought wow that's that's odd that's new i kind of just didn't think much of it you know sometimes parts of your body go numb and they go back to normal it's just maybe like a little trapped nerve or maybe even some stress or I don't know, just poor circulation, you know, some some strange things can occur. But day after day, I was waking up and notice, noticing that more and more of my body felt numb. And eventually my whole face felt numb. And uh, yeah, I started noticing also that I was twitching a lot more than usual and I had these muscle jerks and spasms and also i um and this has been going on for years but i was feeling odd sensations that didn't align with reality so for instance one part of my body would feel very cold and even wet or very hot like some like a fire was under my heel but nothing was there just regular temperature air and so having these burning, cooling sensations, even like slight pain um, on my skin and numbness as well, I started to, it started to become very distracting to me. And then my eyeball got 
very red and then very blurry and I've since ruled out something called optic neuritis where the optic nerve is inflamed and I found out that over the course of three days my eye prescription in my right eye had gone from negative 3.25 to negative 3.75 and I've gotten a new prescription now so although I don't know it's it's very odd I, the eye doctor said it was unrelated to my numbness but the timing is just really funny Though my eye prescription has changed over the years, it's never changed that suddenly and dramatically, so it's just interesting. But anyway, I've, I've uh, been getting tests done, I've been having a lot of blood drawn, which I absolutely hate, and I think I might go for an MRI, even though it's quite hard to get referred for an MRI in the UK. Uh, or at least it takes a long time, so I might have to shell out for that. But, you know, health is the most important thing that we have. Without health and well-being and being alive, we, we don't have our life. And as you know, no one is sure what happens after death, and that might be even better than life. But for now, I really like life, and I really prioritize my health. So, we'll see. The lab results I've gotten so far have all come back normal. No vitamin deficiencies uh, that we know of. No diabetes. No thyroid stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I, I really appreciate your care and support and concern that I've gotten on my Instagram the past couple weeks. So that's what's been going on. I'm back in the UK. I'm very happy to be back. I'm trying to eliminate as many possible stressors from my life as I can. I'm really trying to go to the beach more, enjoy tea more, just not have so many jobs. I quit one of my jobs and uh, just really, yeah, prioritize relaxation and trying to live as stress-free as possible. So, yes, we'll see how it goes. We'll keep investigating, keep, keep a curious mind, and I'll keep you updated if you're interested. Today I'm looking at something that's actually related to my medical mysteries, and <laughs> it's it's something that a week ago I was a little bit upset about because I didn't, I didn't, I've never had this happen before, so I was a little bit alarmed initially when it first happened. But basically, it's a, it's a big bruise that I got from when the hospital put an IV line in my arm and left it there, plugged up for about three hours. And what happened was, I think my blood clotted a bit in there, and it's developed this kind of lump by my vein, and also a huge bruise. And now, the bruise has kind of transitioned over the week, and now it's at a stage where it looks like some kind of space nebula. I posted a picture on my Instagram today and I thought, yeah, maybe I'll look at that because it's one of these things that's hard 
hard to explain and it's got a lot of variations and so it might be fun to paint a visual picture for you on a podcast when you're trying to fall asleep. So here we go. Welcome to my Ivy Line Bruise on what I'm looking at, a podcast about what I'm looking at. Okay, so this bruise is located on my left arm, and as I said, it's located in the area uh, by my vein, where they usually take blood from, in the crook of my elbow. Slightly to the right is the bruise, even though the line was inserted uh, to the left of the bruise. I'm not sure why it went that way, but it did. So it's about three inches long, I would say, and one inch wide. I just touched it and it's still sore. This probably happened about a week ago or a little over a week ago, and it's now at this stage of very interesting modeling and color variation. So we'll start with, from my view, the top of it. If you were looking at it from, you know, if I was just standing there, it would be the bottom of it, but I'm looking from my vantage point, which is the top. So, like I said, it's roughly three by one inch, and it's the shape of, it's kind of oblong, um, it's actually sort of diamondy shaped on an angle. And on top of it, we have a an interesting color. It's, I would say, a greenish, yellowish, grayish color. So I'm covering the rest of the bruise so that I can really see the color on my skin. My skin color is probably, I mean, it's, it's a, a fair skin tone with rosy undertone, I would say, but I have been in the sun recently, so it's a little more tanned than usual. Don't worry, I've been applying sunscreen when I'm out there. On the top tip of it, it's yellow, sort of surrounding the outside edge, it's going yellow. And then down to sort of bluey, greeny, gray. And to the right, it gets a little eggplant purpley. And just a touch of the eggplant purple purpley in that section. And then if I go down, interestingly, there's a sort of band of yellow underneath the green, blue, and purpley. There's a sort of band of yellow going. And then we have, we've come to the first line of the crook of my elbow. And in that crook of the elbow, I think it's just because it's a wrinkle, it's slightly more um, red, like reddish tan, I suppose, in the, in the crease. And then we have another one of those right below it. And then we have one of the main events of the spruce, which is a fascinating shape. It's sort of the shape of a lightning bolt going down. The color is red reddish purple. It almost has the appearance of like a hickey, but its shape is not like a hickey at all. 
like I said, it's kind of like a lightning bolt shape going down and it's small. It's maybe a centimeter by a centimeter, maybe a centimeter and a half by a centimeter. And that's the most, it, it kind of also looks like a W. I don't know why it got shaped like that. And surrounding it is a mottled coloration, almost like a cloud around it. And it's yellow and greenish and bluish and grayish. And it, it goes back and forth from more yellow to more brown and green and gray to, to blue. Part of it is because I see my vein, my vein going through behind, and that's blue. But on the edge, go out to the edge to the right at the edge of my elbow, that is definitely more blue and green than towards the crook of my elbow inside my arm. And then we have almost from side to side the whole length of the bruise, there's a yellow strip. And that's the most close version of my, to my skin tone, but definitely more yellow than my natural skin tone. And on the edges, it's very dark blue. Almost like, you know when you, uh, you do something with purple cabbage, and then you put like a dish in the sink that's had purple cabbage in it, it turns that blue color. That's what color it is. It's very dark blue, like almost a navy blue. And under that line of yellow, there is a large portion of very purple bruising. It looks like that's where the majority of the kind of trauma has occurred for some reason, is all the way up here in my arm. So we've extended um, far, slightly far further past my the crook of my arm now. I forgot to say, in the crook of my arm are two puncture wounds. I don't know why there's two, actually, now thinking about it. Uh, maybe one's older, because I had blood taken twice. One of them is, they're about a centimeter apart. Looks like a snake bit me. They almost look like freckles, they look like brownish red. And then, um, this dark area, which, by the way, I'm just feeling my arm here is numb. Just noticing now. This dark purple is sort of in the shape of mm, a loose kind of triangle coming down. And it's kind of extending into a sort of tornado shape a loose, swirling funnel cloud of a bruise. And the type of purple this is, is it's more purple than that lightning bolt shape. I suppose this whole uh, bruise situation is reminding me of the weather. A cloud, tornado, lightning bolt, but also space, like a nebula. This is roughly maybe like almost an inch this bigger, darker purple section. And it's not pure purpley red. 
it's uh oh i was saying that it's more purple than the lightning bolt if i didn't say that that's i didn't finish my thought maybe it's more purpley red purpley red than red ready red of the lightning bolt shape but this isn't solid purple it's like a it's like an eggplanty wine merlot type of purple but it is like I said before, kind of a modeled, uh, variated variation of a color mixed in with the dark blue and greenish gray color of the rest of the, like the outside of the bruise. It's, it's not any rhyme or reason for where it's darker, I don't think. It's just dark some places and lighter other places and outlined in this sort of yellow halo and then if you go down the funnel cloud down toward the tip it's a pretty even tone of dark blue and dark green and mixed with yellow it's got a lot of depth and a lot of interesting variations in it and the whole thing it's sort of, you, you know, the skin texture, kind of like chicken skin. There's little dots. Um, they're present within this bruise, and they're very apparent where the darker parts are because obviously the contrast is going to be the most. But they're just my normal skin color, and they're poking through in little dots, the bruise. So everyone, that is my ivy line bruising from when I went to the hospital and they put a little drip line in me. They didn't use it, by the way. They just took the blood and then left that in my arm. And I really didn't like that. I, I really don't like having needle in my arm at all, taking away my blood. I don't mind needles. You know, I have tattoos and stuff, but... It's just the idea of it going out of my body I really don't like at all. But I try to be brave and I, I try to think this is for the greater good of my situation and it will give us knowledge of what's going on. So I think I'll leave it at that, my dear ones. Again, I appreciate you being here so much. Thank you for listening. Please, if you would like to reach out to me, my Instagram's at crossrecord or at steady underscore waves underscore center. And you can also email me if you want at cross at steadywavecenter.com and that's center spelled the American way, C-E-N-T-E-R, like center of the galaxy. What is at the center of the galaxy? I don't know. Is there even a center of the galaxy? Yeah, the galaxy there is. Unless there's not. If you know the answer, let me know. Until next time.